Welcome to Showing Up Whole. I'm your host, Christina Fletcher. This is the space where we discuss bringing into balance all of yourself, mind, body, heart, and spirit, to each aspect of your life. Today, I'm talking about your story, how to know it, hear it, how to feel it, and mostly how to be it. We're looking at how knowing your own story sets you free and helps you create the life you want to live, as well as help you gather the pieces as you show up whole. Hi. All right, so as I kind of sat here wondering what to talk about this week, I really kind of actually the words of my eldest daughter popped into my head when the other day she came back from college and we talked about how when she leaves, it could feel like the rest of us here at the home turns freeze frame, like nothing happens. And she said, well, yeah, but you know, mom, we all want to be the main character of our story. And I thought, now that is very, very true. We all are the main characters of our story. And that can easily be the perception that we take with us. I have always been a storyteller. I come from a family of storytellers. Uh, story um, has always been a vital part of my life. From having a mother who has literally a ton of books. I don't mean like a ton of books. I mean a ton of books. Her walls are lined with literature of all kinds. And as I was growing up in this amazing, magnificent scene, surrounded by stories, it always seemed like a foundational story, a stone for me, a foundational rock that we are all characters in our story. As I grew up with that kind of concept, my story became something that I valued greatly. I remember writing in my diary and every time I wrote in it, it wasn't so much about my thoughts. In the back of my head, it was always, I wonder what people, you know, at one point, if this will turn into a movie. I need to provide people with my story so that at some point in time, they get it right. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting concept to see your life as a story. And over the years, I've found this an actually really valuable tool, provided that I keep it in the right perspective. We can naturally fall into drama, can't we? It, you look at story of most media and you will find that it is always the dramatic. It is always the bad stories, the sad stories, the angry stories. Those are the ones that get told. When you're looking at your own individual story, your personal story and the story that you tell about yourself, it's vital that you actually turn down the drama and rather you look for the happy endings. Growing up, my childhood story of myself was one where, on one hand, I was continually being the outspoken one. I was stubborn. I would raise a fuss. I would fight for what I perceived as right. And often the story that I would hear back about myself was that I was loud and opinionated and that quite honestly, sometimes I was a bit of a pain. Um, however, my inner story at that time, I lived in my imagination. And sometimes the reason why I was making the fusses was because it felt so 
different than the world that I had within me. Within me, I lived in a state of of being a parent to my doll family. And I had my dolls. I had my imaginary partner. I had my imaginary world and my imaginary work and an imaginary um, school that my children go to and, and a general literal vibration of the world I wanted to live in. And that was the story that I lived in as a child. And I think more than we know, children will actually create their own inner worlds that they are living in. And as I grew up and grew out of that state of that story, I actually found that it was vitally important to claim the story that I was in in each moment. I soon released as I hit teens, you know, you release your childhood story, but over time you start to develop your own story in that moment. You naturally, I'm watching my daughter as she heads into college and she is naturally becoming the college student. That is her story. But the story that goes deeper is how she, what sort of college student she is. She's the studious one. She's the one who raises her hand the fastest. She's the one that's diving in fully. And as she navigates through discovering what that story is, I can see her nuances, her own personal energy flowing from that. It's interesting how our stories shape our life. You can, but it's also interesting how if we don't observe our stories and tell our stories, how our stories get told for us. As we grow older, as we develop and take on more roles in life, our roles become the story that we tell. Even in say something like this, in this podcast, I could easily come in here and be saying, oh, I'm Christina Fletcher. I'm a mom of three. I'm a wife. I'm a coach. I'm a healer. And I can list off my labels. I can list off my roles. It's an interesting depth to focus on, to actually ask yourself whether you feel those stories. Why do I list parent as my first introduction? That's part of my story. Those are my fellow characters on this journey. And yet there's something so much deeper as my story of me. A story has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Well, we don't want to focus on the end, but you can always focus on the beginning because when you're reading a good story and you see the journey of a character development, you actually can witness how that development begins and moves forward and how that character journeys on. I actually often suggest to clients of mine that they sit and write a timeline of their life. I used to do this on about a seven to 10 year um, rotation. So every seven years, say, I would sit and I would write a timeline and I'd begin at my birth and I would go through particular years that stood out, uh, different things that would happen. When I started grade one, started going to school, when we moved, when we had different uh, prominent events, different things that happened that would help me discover my storyline. And I would let it kind of progress forward 
moving forward to where I am at the moment that I write it. It's a really interesting practice to actually do because when you do your timeline, you notice a few things. First of all, you notice the things that stand out to you. You notice whether you are actually telling your positive story or whether you're telling the dramatic bits. You notice what stands out, what formed you, what really shows up as your story. If you do look back and you go, oh, I'm only pointing out the dramatic, tragic, horrible things that shaped me to my here and now, then you can go back and actually fill in the blanks. What worked? What really shaped the positive aspects? What taught you about love and laughter and ease and flow? At the same time, when you have that timeline behind you, and then you stand here now, that's when you, when you can really ask yourself, so then as this person now, as this story, as how I've developed to this point, what is my character's journey forward? Who do I want to be? How do I want to feel? How do I want to show up in this world? What is my character's next step? It's an interesting thing to start imagining your best life. And just like I said, I mean, we can all get into the drama. We as society are taught to look for the problems. And I will tell you, it is really easy to focus on the problems, even within the story that you create. I could tell a story about setting up a podcast, or I can tell a story about working my business, or I can tell a story about how I want to move forward over the next five years, say. Not that I have that figured out yet. But I can focus on how I want to move forward, and I can make a list an arm length long about all the things I'm not doing to get me there. And yet when you claim your story and you know who you want to be and how you want to feel and what your story really can be, you can also start telling the parts of your own story of the here and now that are leading you to that direction. Ask yourself how you want to feel. Ask you what sort of story do you love? What is the story of your life that you feel called to? You know, a great client of mine sent me an amazing, amazing quote by the channel Bashar. And the quote said, I'll tell you the secret of the universe. You do not have the ability to imagine what you do not have the ability to become. If you are capable of imagining it, the very act of being able to imagine it proves to you that you are that person. You are that person. So let's just actually think about that for a minute. That means that the story you want to tell about yourself, it takes imagination to actually concoct that and weave that beautiful storyline. And because you can weave that storyline and you can imagine it, 
that means it's yours. And that means that that's who you are. You are that person. And you can easily say, yeah, but am I supposed to just imagine myself like what I'm going to be doing? And oh, I'm going to imagine myself, I'll be a famous movie star, a famous singer, or oh, should I go become a doctor and change the world? It's not so much like that. As you look back on your timeline, you're going to find that that timeline is rich in color and texture. You're going to have general feelings as you look back in that timeline. You're going to notice times that you showed up in your story. You're going to notice how you are the main character of your timeline and of your story. And as you carry with that energy, then you'll be able to tune in to the person that you really are and ask yourself what story they want moving forward. I think asking yourself the main question of how you want to feel moving forward will really, really provide you with a deep sense of yourself. And look out for those little niggling voices because we can all imagine the best versions of our lives. And we can look back at our timeline and go, oh yeah, I did that well and I did that well and I did that well. And because we are raised to see the drama, immediately it can follow with that contradictory thought of saying, ah, yeah, but you didn't do that and you didn't do that and you didn't do that and you didn't do that. So be aware of your negative chatter that might try to pull you away from really tuning in to the energy of you and your story. I love story work. Story work unleashes unlimited potential and possibility. And it also enhances the version of ourselves so that we're not, we're not showing up by default because that's what happens. If you don't know your story and you don't gather all of yourself from your past and then set intention for who you want to be and how you want to feel moving forward, we end up living by default. It means that we just react We just fall into a pattern of the usual routine, the usual waking up, doing our day, doing the jobs, getting everything sorted, often the same thoughts, and then bed. And there's a sense of lack, a sense of a space where you go, I just want to dive in a little bit deeper. Ask yourself what your story is. And don't ever fall into believing any negative chatter that might suggest, oh, well, you know, what have I ever done? You've always done things. The most subtle moments help define you. So look back at different aspects of your life. Unfold the beautiful tapestry that has been your becoming. And then claim it as your own. Claim your story. And then be prepared to allow the becoming of the next chapter. Always showing up whole. Love and light. 